Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Be Lanice Show. It's your favorite host, Brittany Lanice. I can't wait for you to hear my topic today. I'll be right back after a short commercial break. So we're going to be talking about why kids, or not even kids, but why parents and children have a hard time talking about difficult situations. But before we get into this podcast... I want to thank these two women from the bottom of my heart for coming on to this podcast today and being a part of the Queen's Circle. I know how much you guys are going to love the Queen's Circle because we're going to be coming with heat each and every month. So without further ado, you two can go ahead and introduce yourselves. My name is April Stubbs. I'm 43 years old, a resident of Detroit, Michigan, and I have a business. My business is called Royalty Oils and Treasures, Inc. This is a boutique of designer-like oils, uh, apparel, handbags, sunglasses, jewelry, socks, shoes, and many more. Um, Like I said before, I am a resident of Detroit. If you would like to contact me, my number is 313-218. Six zero five zero. I do deliver. You can also make contactless pickups and ask me any questions that you would like. I'm on Facebook under April Stubbs, and I'm also under Instagram Fabra Z M U L A H B R Z E E. That's Mula Brazil. I have to help and if you would like to place your order, call me anytime, day or night, or leave a message. Text message would, would do just fine. Again, I sell designer oils from Tom Ford to Jimmy Choo, Gucci Guilty, all of that. So if you would love it, I make it into a spray. I can do lotion, shower gel, incense, black soap, shea butter. Aloe vera butter, anything you need. I just about got it. So give me a call. Thank you. And I am Deshaun Terry. I am Brittany's mom. I'm sorry, B. Lanice's mom. Um, I have shiny sweets. I do sweets in a jar like cheesecakes, banana puddings. I bake cakes. Not a big cake baker. I do um, pies. I do chocolate covered pretzels, chocolate covered anything. I love to cook. I love to bake. I um have my family used to own Miley and Miley Shrimp Shack, so mmm, Miley, Miley. I still have that recipe if you wanna, you know, invite me over to cook for you. At a charge, of course. Um I also my brother has Lynn Shiri Pear, which is a Shiri Pear in Highland Park and it's been in our family business since nineteen fifty nine. Um you can reach them on Instagram at Lynn Shiri Pear, L Y N N S Shoe Repair. You can read Shiny Sweets on Instagram at Shiny's Sweets. That's S-H-O-N-N-I-E-S-S-W-E-E-T-S, as well as Instagram. My phone number is 313-350-3168. That's 313-350-3168. I prefer text. I can do um, sweet dessert tables. I do it all. I also sell Mary Kay. Um, I'm a Mary Kay independent beauty rep, um, independent beauty consultant, something I've been doing for a while off and on, but entrepreneurship is in my blood, as you can see, um, from the shoe shop and Miley, Miley Shrimp Shack. And it's something that I'm carrying over 
to I've passed it on to my daughter. So why do you think that I don't like talking to you about the hard stuff, Mom? I don't think we have a hard time talking about the hard stuff. I'd rather you get it from me than to hear from in the streets. What about you, Auntie Tweety? That's exactly what my mom would say. She was a lot older than most parents nowadays. Uh, my mother was 41 years older than I am. So, well, was. So, I found it hard to talk to her because she was in such a different way. And she was raised differently. She was raised old school. So, the stuff that the younger people was doing now, that's, that's mother's. They wasn't feeling that. So, you know. Yeah. It, it was kind of hard, but I think when I got it from somebody else, it wasn't right. Right. And I think my mother was so sheltered that she vowed when she had kids, anything we wanted to know, she would let us know. And at first, it wasn't like that. Because one day when I was a little girl, I heard some people at the store call this man a faggot. So I went home. I said, Mama, what's a faggot? And she said, you too young. You don't need to know that. So I went to my grandfather, her father, and I said, Poppy, what's a faggot? And oh, did he read her the right act? So from that point forward, she was like, anything you want to know or that I could tell my children, I will tell my children. I will keep open all lines of communications open with my children. Now that don't make my grandparents bad because they didn't tell, they kept their kids sheltered from certain stuff or they didn't tell them. It's just the time that they grew up in that, you know, kids will stay in the child's place as to where I want to be open with my child and discuss everything from her. Or if she can't get it from me, she can go to like you, April, and get it or one of my other good friends and get it because she might not receive it from me in a certain way. But she'll feel more comfortable talking to you or, you know, one of my other close friends or, you know, you as my sister. So let me pose a question. Um, with us growing up, like, in different time errors, I'll say, could, do you think that could play a part in it? Because, like, the things that I go through, the things that I deal with is when I am when I was growing up, it would be hard for me to come to you and talk to you about it. Or, you know, like, um, here, let me give an example. Um, I know someone who has a younger kid, and their child was bullied at school. And their child confided in their parent and instead of that parent you know i think that the parent didn't handle it the proper way the parent went up to the school so now you getting bullied for being a punk and then here come your daddy to fight your battles you know so now it's like whenever you getting bullied at school oh i'm not gonna tell my daddy because i know he gonna come up here and try to fight my battles for me you know instead of him i think that the dad should have gave him some better advice not oh let's go up here and handle this you know so well, back in the day, parents did get involved because kids shouldn't be doing that anyway. And when right. kids handle something, they go about it the wrong way. So when the parents step in, boom, um, you know, it, it's handled with the teachers and stuff. But it's different now because back then, if the teachers, you know, would would tap the kids on the butt and whoop them, it wouldn't be no problem. But now, you better not put your hands mm -hmm. on my child. Exactly. And see, they took prayer out of school, yeah. and they won't let you. You can't discipline a child in a school, otherwise they're gonna get mad at you. So what can't what what are you gonna do? Well, and then everybody is bullying, and everybody. Some of the teachers are scared of the kids. Right. True, but my child got bullied, and the teacher went to the kids. other parent, the girl that was bullying her, and that parent said, 
if her mama can't handle her business too damn bad, she get what she get. So I, I wasn't one of them parents that say, okay, let's handle this the right way. I went up to the school and I was going to tap this little girl on her behind because she big as me. She was, actually, she was bigger than me and I'm a plus size woman. I had my belt on and I was going to handle it myself because the mama said, if my if I couldn't handle it too bad, so I was gonna handle it. So I wasn't one of those parents that say, "Oh no, honey, don't fight." You know, I was kind of upset that I had to hear that she was getting bullied from somebody that you were getting bullied from somebody else. Right, and that's the to- that's the issue right there is coming to your parent, and that's the topic coming to your parent and talking to your parent about these difficult situations. And I don't think that it all fall on a child. I think it that. Doesn't. It falls on the parent. I definitely think that the parents are to blame. But, in my defense, had you told me about it before it got bad, mm-hmm. I could have handled it a different way. But you wait till the little girl and her friends were putting hands on you before somebody else brought it to my attention. Okay, well, now I got to address it. She, The way she bring it is the way I got to bring it back to her. Right. You know, had you came to me and said... Mom, I got a problem, but you never did that. I had to hear from my outside source. And well, luckily, it's embarrassing source- too. That's embarrassing. Like that is embarrassing to know that someone is bullying you, like bothering you, messing with you. That's it's just embarrassing to come and have to be like, yeah, they. they but because you got kids want to talk about you. Yeah. Uh-huh, you can't fight. Your mama has to fight for you. And blah yep. blah blah blah. Exactly. And but you and still ended up fighting. And I did still end up fighting. I did end up fighting still. Right. You know, I've come to just being at in certain places with April. I and people bully she probably won't say it's bullying. As an adult. I say it's bullying. It's a form of bullying. When people talk about you and it makes you feel bad and they know it makes you feel bad, that's a form of bullying. And I've come to her defense and she's an adult. Mm-hmm. But you can't be in my circle and I see people picking on you and I not speak up and say something. Right. That's just me as a person. Right. You can't come to me talking about somebody that I know and love without us having a conversation like, where did that come from? Right. You know, so it's, it comes from lack of communication on all sides. So how do you build that? April, how do you think you build that communication, that like bridge that gap so that you are communicating with your, you know, like you are communicating with your parent, you know, just speaking from experience that you had, even when you got older, like how old were you when you felt comfortable enough to communicate with your mom? How old were you when you felt comfortable enough to talk to her about stuff? Probably about 19. I lost my virginity at 17. So she didn't know. And right. then I think I got on birth control. And then I guess she said, I know, but I felt then that I was working, I was grown, I could talk, I was paying bills, you know, so I felt that, but she also told me, you can talk to me about anything, and what she didn't like was a person that lied to her, so she probably already knew when I was lying, you know, but trust her, and when you (laughs) trust your parents, when you have respect for them, then you talk to them. Now, if, if you don't want to hear what they're saying, then you're not going to ask. You know, if you think you know everything, then Which you're going to just go about it your own way. We all definitely think we know everything. I think so, too. I'm guilty. I think I know everything, but dumber than a box of rocks. So. <laughs> I am dumb. 
right now. And I'm still learning, but that's what it that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. But you have to have trust and you have to have respect for one. Right. Um, I, I was still, up until the day my mother died, I, I um, had respect for her and I was scared of it. Right. Yeah. Cause she she flipped me a couple times, playing with me, but like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, you're like, I tap that I, ass, I, I will get it. Always used to yeah. tell me, I brought you in this world, and I'll take you yeah. out. Exactly. And I ain't forgot about that. All she had to do was look at me. Oh, okay. Even as a grown woman, right. she knew what she couldn't whoop me as the older she got. But she knew how but, to hurt you, and she knew how to get you. She knew how to hurt me, and she didn't. She ignored yeah. me. That hurt me. I couldn't take that. Yeah. You know, I played, I played big and bad. I ain't forgetting. I don't want to talk to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Until you can't talk to her no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's about respect. And she's the only one that's gonna have your back no matter what. Right. I'm, I'm just saying this to you, Brittany. You know, mm-hmm. she might get on your nerves sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> every, every day. She might get on your nerves every day. Vice vice don't let somebody bother you. That's what we She's the for. first one. Then right. I'm the second. Well, maybe the third, but still. Right. I'm taking my earrings off and my Pandora charm off. <laughs> you what I'm I know that's right. I know that's 38 right. all the way. All the way. <laughs> yes, I definitely agree with everything that you were saying. Um, so when it comes to, you were saying that you felt like you and your, you guys, did, would you say that you all were equal when you were 19? Or, well, in your head, in your mind, did you feel like because you're working, because you have, you know, because you got bills and you paying two and few bills, like, did you feel like, okay, now I'm old enough, I'm mature enough to have these conversations with my parent? But what about if you're, a, you know, like a kid? How do you get your kid to open up? I think that you have to start talking to your kid from a young age. I never thought. I probably did think I was on my mother's level a few times. I did and she too. got and she checked me so quick. Yeah. One time she didn't put her hands on me, but she stumped my foot. I was so out of line with my mouth. She just stumped my foot so hard. I said, <laughs> Lord, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I wanted to call out a name, but I knew better because I did not want to die dead where I stood. Right. But I was out of line and I knew I was out of line. And then as far as those conversations, sometimes when you get older, it got to be information that you want to hear. Okay. So if I'm talking to you about a relationship matter or sex, and it's something like, oh, wait a minute, she she might say something. I don't know. Let me let me perk up these ears. Let me pull this mm-hmm. back. Sit up straight. Perk up these ears. Right. That make a difference too if you want to be receptive to what they're saying. But I remember I used to always out talk my grandmother, and she would be like, shut up and listen. Right. And I had to learn to shut up and li- not just hear, but to listen. Yeah. As to what people as to what people were saying to me. It wasn't just her, it was just people in general. Us having a restaurant. I had to listen to what people were saying and pay attention to what people were saying. So it goes it's just as much as them telling you as you want to hear it. Because once you if you don't receive what I'm telling you, it's just like I didn't tell it to you. Right. You know, that's just like when you drinking. I can say, Don't drink so much, Brit, you're gonna throw up. What you gonna do? Drink, drink till I throw up, okay? <laughs> my mama don't know what she's talking about. I can handle my liquor. I'll drink anybody under the table. So And then she under the table. Dying. Uh-huh. Crying. Going through it. So it, it's about and I tell you this all the time. You form the relationship with a person that you want. If you wanna be close to somebody, whether it's your parent, a friend, anybody, you form that relationship. I made up in my mind, I said April, my sister. 
guess what? If I introduced April as my friend, she wanted to fight. But I knew that I wanted to have a relationship with my mom that I saw her <laughs> have with her mother. Right. That her mother had with her mother. Right. Her mother had that with her mother. And all their siblings, all my grandma's siblings were all close. And I said, I want that kind of relationship with my mom and my grandmother. So I made it up. I, I love on purpose. Right. So I have relationship with you on purpose. I choose to be especially close to you on purpose. I'm mm-hmm. still a motherly figure, but I can be your friend. But I'm not your friend because I'm still your mama. You know what I mean? Right. And I, it's up to me to, to when you when I see you step out of line, to check you real quick to get you back in line. And you be firecracker mad. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I got, as my job as a mom, I have to relay those things to you and those life some life lessons I have to let you learn and it hurt for me to let you learn it and then after and sometimes when you mess up I said now you know that was some stupid shit right and you just like not today ma yes not today but, not today you know case in point April uh when she Brittany first moved to this apartment she has this beautiful reef on the door that she bought at our new grace annual Christmas bazaar and never once did she relate to me that I remember, because she going to say she did. Mama, I'm going to leave my key to my apartment with all my stuff in it, in the reef. I did. Got <laughs> home from work, like, I can't find the key to the apartment. Uh, what do you mean? Yes, the key I was missing. I left it in the reef. Uh, I was off work that week, so I didn't go to work that week. So how come I didn't, you just wait for me to come and sit at your apartment while the maintenance people came and did something? And I knew she was hurt after work because she had this one. She didn't get she worked 12 hours that day. She had to wait sitting on the floor for the maintenance to bring her another key. But you know what I said? Normally, I don't say that was stupid. I told you so. But I told her that day. I said that was some dumb shit. And that's just how I gave it to her. And what did I say? Mom, not today, mom. Like, she don't think I know that that was dumb. Like, do you not think that I didn't know that that was stupid? Or Like, everything you... But everything you own, somebody could have got. And you've been gone for 12 hours. Like, what would you do? Your whole apartment could have been cleaned out. Or they could have they had a key made. Or right. such and such. Right. And then yeah. it cost you $75. On you. Hey, that's a $75 lesson you learned. Yes. So. Well, April, I have one more question for you. So, when it comes to building those close tight-knit relationships that my mom was speaking about whether it be with your child with your parent with your peers or people around you what do you think are five or three key factors that you need to have when building these relationships one respect that's your number one respect yes okay so communication being able to talk learning how to speak to a person um, with respect and their age and, and just just saying the right words, how to talk and how to relay stuff to people. Um, love. You speak with your heart. You speak because the tongue is a powerful sword. And that's back to communication. Yes, life um, and death, life and death. I'm a person that likes to make people laugh, and, and I, but I do it through either laughter or song. Okay. I can create an emotion through song real quick. Not that I'm trying to, but it happens. And I just think your spirit is something that you have to, it's a good communicator. Right. I guess I'm trying to, I, I think that's what I'm trying to say, but respect, communication, and love. You, okay. you speak with love, you listen with your heart, 
you talk with your heart. If you're not going to do it in love, don't do it at all. Right. Me and my mother used to laugh every day, all day. I had to make her laugh because sometimes I knew she was sad. She's right. been sad for years about certain little things that mm-hmm. she didn't do or couldn't do or just wanted, you know, in life, to see happen in life. So I made her laugh as much as I could. Right. So, didn't I tell you, just to piggyback off that, didn't I tell you that the other day? That yeah. people are sad because life has changed. They can't do what they want to do or they miss doing something that they used to do, whatever life reasons happen, whatever reasons happen in life that cause you to miss that. But that's just what I told you the other day about people being miserable. Right. There's nothing to do with you personally. It's just their own personal um, internal demons that they fight or that they are upset with. They're upset with themselves because they didn't do something that they had the opportunity to do mm-hmm. or they missed doing something that they used to do. Or, it's, you know, I, I wish I could have. I should have. You know, yeah. back in the day. You know, they yeah. live in that in that, in that that state. Right. And then I guess because I, I guess I can say that I'm so young I don't comprehend I don't comprehend the what I used to do or the back in the day. So I can't relate. You know, I don't I can't well, I don't can. get it. Because you for instance when you were in college and that one year that we struggled, you know, you could say, Oh, back in the day, boy, me and my mama, my mama got it. We was having a hard time and I right. will never go back that way again if I can at all help it. You know okay. what I mean? Or or back in the day, I used to hang out with such and such and such. Oh, my that God. Broad, that, God delivered he, me. He was terrible. Or yeah. She was terrible. Right. She right. always wanted me to do this and do that. Now, never studied when I was around her. She was a hater. I'll right. never do that again. Right. That was back in the day, though. I ain't going to go that way no more. Right. Okay. And then you have to thank God for delivering you from certain things, you know. Sometimes yeah. when I argue with people that I don't have a relationship with or I'm done with, I'm like, Lord, thank you for delivering me for that. What was I, what am I thinking? And you just shut up and right. you reflect back like, oh, no, I used to be there, right. but not no more. And my three are just as, about the same as April's, but one of mine is patience. You okay. know, you have to be patient because um, people don't operate like you want them to operate or they okay. operate on their own time. You right. know, yeah. so say you reach out to a friend and you checking on them, but they don't respond or they are too busy. Or, you know, you just have to have patience and back up off. Of, and I tell you this all the time. So you got to back, back up, up off, off of stuff of, yeah. to come, back, come to back, it, back to it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have patience. Patience, love, and respect are my three. Okay. So I believe that my three, um, I guess my my first one would be, effective communication because just because you're communicating it doesn't mean that it's Mm -hmm. effective it doesn't mean that the other party received it the way that you wanted it to receive to for it to be received and it doesn't mean that you received it the way that they intended for you to receive it um the second thing that i that i believe you should have in a relationship is trust when building those relationships with people, you have to have trust. If I don't trust you, how can you expect me to come to you and open up to you? How can you or expect yeah, you. how can you expect me to respect you when I don't trust you? You've broken that trust. So I think that the trust in the relationship needs to be nurtured in baby until it's a strong, unbreakable bond. Because when it comes to April or my mom, there's nothing that anyone can tell me about y'all, you know, and I'm like, no, I know them. No way. Not you know that's not happening. And it's just the relationship that we have and then i believe the third thing what would my third thing be 
I guess the third thing um, when building a relationship would be accountability. And I say accountability because you need to hold someone responsible for what they're doing. So when that mother-child relationship is in there, the parent needs to hold the child responsible or accountable, but also the child needs to hold the parent accountable as well. So it needs to be a balance in both sides. So with that expectation of my mom, you know, I expect her to be my mom. I expect her to be there for me. I expect her to do this. You expect me to know everything. I do expect you to know everything. And for the most part, for the most part. No. For the most part. Every day. For the most part. I tell her all the time, like, I, and she gets so mad. I do get mad. When I don't know something. And I'm like, Britt, I am not. Einstein. I'm but you contradict yourself because you be like, I know this. I've been around the block yeah. a couple times. I know. I know. Oh, you know that? But you don't know this, though. No, you, you don't know I know. You, you know what? Reverend Bailey said church say, the more you know, the more you find out you don't know. So I don't, I never claim to know everything because I don't. And the thing with accountability is, is parents make mistakes. Sometimes I learn, and I'm going to say this about me and your dad. We learned about parenting from effing up royally and then said, oh, shoot, we shouldn't have did that. Okay, now we know. But a lot of parents grow with their children. They grow, especially if you have them young. Even I was 25, he was 27, 28. He still, if it wasn't for our parents and grandparents, we didn't know. And we was not, 28 and 25 is not young. Young, Just like that, we were 19. But we didn't know. My parents learned. And with me, you know, my mom, dad was 21 years older than me. And literally, some days I was like their brother. I was like their sister. Yeah, and that's how you grow those so, relationships. Like, yes. that's how that relationship is built. Because it's like y'all grow up together. Y'all teaching and each then, other stuff. Like, I have certain friends in my life that are like my sisters that... Thank God you can go to for information. And they're yes. going to tell you some stuff, some dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell you some off-the-wall stuff. They're going to tell you some stuff that ain't right. Okay. They're going to tell you some stuff that I never thought I would say. But when they said, I'm like, yep. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. come from a different perspective. Yeah, we talk about yeah. you. We, we talk about, about you. You know, and I just know that I tell my niece stuff, especially now that she's older. Yeah. I can tell her stuff about sexual stuff or relationship stuff that I didn't I couldn't tell her back when she was younger Young. even though she had a baby at 16 I still couldn't tell her this stuff yeah. but now that she's tw- in her 20s 24 and she's a woman yeah. I can sit down and kick it with her and tell her stuff but it's only because my mom did and my aunts did the same for me okay so it just and it's a learning curve like we constantly learning and changing and some stuff I can tell my sister. I can't tell you yet. Right. And me and me and April had this conversation all the time. Like we can't tell her that April till she get about thirty. <laughs> she gotta get a little, little something, something on that She gotta get a little hair on the chest. You know. We sit down and pour out a little liquor and discuss this. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and it's and I'm gonna tell you, it's some stuff April has taught me. Yeah. And she's my younger oh. sister. And then me and April, and then you have the, and that's why. I pray for you a friend. Yeah. Like a sister friend. But then I have to learn sometimes that April is my sister and not my friend. So sometimes when I be needing her to be my friend, she be in sister mode. Right. And I had to learn that saying, had to tell me that at church. She said, that's your sister. That's not your friend. Right. You're bonded like sister. So don't get mad when she don't be there on a friend level. Right. You got other girlfriends for that. Right. So you just have to look at each relationship 
we totally off mother daughter yeah. parents but yeah. you still have to look at your relationship my relationship with you even I have to say nah Brittany not ready for that because I have to let April tell her that you know and sometimes I say April put that in her ear right you know because yeah. she need to get that from an auntie level not from a mama level right but there's some stuff I, I want to tell you myself right. I want us to discuss myself yeah but then some stuff April bring it to you raw and I be like oh I wanted to say that Yes, definitely, definitely. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Um, thank you for tuning in to the Queen's Circle. This is our. This is going to be my segment. We're going to pull this segment out once a month. But before we go, I want to give both of you ladies the opportunity to, you know, you know, give any last-minute encouraging words that you want to tell the people. And it's been a joy, an absolute joy, to watch you come full bloom into the woman that you are. Um, some parents don't like to see their children grow. They want to keep them small, but I enjoy every phase that you go through. Some going to be hard. Some going to be um, easy. I've sacrificed a lot to see you get here and I am going to enjoy the fruits of your labor. <laughs> you know, they, when Brittany was in second grade, um, I wasn't satisfied with the education she was getting at a charter school. And the principal pulled me to a side. He pulled me aside. He's an attorney. And he said, you know what, Mom? If you don't like the education she getting, pay for it. My mother paid for my education, so up until I was in the fifth grade, and then I switched over to Southfield Public School. So Blue Jays is soaring. Yes, baby is a Blue Jay. <laughs> we Blue Jays soaring. Yes. So thank you. I love you. Um, much success. <laughs> much success. She has wigs by Brit. She sells lashes. She sells wigs, and all that came from. When I hit a hardship and I couldn't pay for her to get hair every week and I yes. wouldn't let her get lashes, I wouldn't let her get nails until mm -hmm. she turned a certain age. Yes. She said, I make my own hair. You just buy me a pack <laughs> of hair. I make it myself. Yep. She took that wig hair, made her a wig, flipped it, made a different kind of wig. So, you know, sometimes yes. when we struggle, we feel bad, but look what came out of my struggle. Yes. Yes. Look what came out of my struggle. Yes. God bless you. Thank and Brittany you. is, oh, let me tell y'all, oh, she goodness. taught vacation Bible school last year when she came home. <laughs> she wanted to help with the praise dance team at church. And guess what? She is the leader. She is the president of the praise dance expressions of faith. And we have us a little expressions of faith support group. And I tell you, if you don't have a church home, get you a church home. Get yes. you get around some people who love you, who are like-minded, who will support you. Nothing like it. New Grace Church, Highland Park, if that's where you want to come, is filled with love. Where our pastor Julia S. Julius Eskis Hope is our fearless pastor. Yes. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for coming on my podcast today. Thank you for being a part of the Belani Show. This is the Queen Circle segment. We will have a segment every week. Well, I'm sorry, not every week. We will have a segment every month because I know you guys are going to love hearing what the Queen Circle has to talk about, you guys. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm going to ask my auntie to sing a song for us before we go. Sing it's, us out, April. Sing us out. We need you to sing us out. Sing us something out. What, what would you and um, April is a songwriter. Yes, she's a songwriter. She is a established songwriter. Yeah, and has songs. Yes. So whatever you want us, you can sing us a little something you have, just a little snippet. You know, it doesn't have to be gospel. It can be whatever's on yeah, your mind. Yeah, whatever's on it your mind. It can be washing meat before you put it in your mouth. <laughs> you know, 
Okay. Um, She's not gonna say that. She's not gonna say that. It's a life lesson. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Give us a little bit of Jesus will. Oh, you know what I was just about to say that. Okay. Okay. Ready? We ready. ready. Okay. The world ready. The world April ready. April stubs, everybody. April stubs. That I cannot see Jesus will. Jesus will. Oh, who will make all my decisions for me? Jesus will. it for the Belani show until next time i will talk to you all later oh you oh and also i want you guys to email me some topics whether you want to hear it on the queen's circle or you want to just hear me talk about it or you want to hear it when i have my guys tag it's completely up to you all and you can email me at the Belani show i know last week i said um at wigs by brit but i have another platform and you can email me at the belanish show so that's t-h-e-b-l-a-n-i-s-s-e at gmail.com all right you guys it's been a pleasure talking with you two ladies and i will holler at you all next week bye, bye. thank you